0: Right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hi, hey chickens. Uh, we are watching The Magician's Apprentice, and we probably will be until the end of the month. Uh, <laughs> It's been going for a while. This is the thing with Stephen Moffat's scripts. Like, they're packing references to things, and then you've got a. we've got to pull, we don't have to pull them apart, but I enjoy that part of it. But it means one episode can go for about four days. Um, what I mean? What four days? It's gone for eight already. Maybe nine. It's, we've been, I mean, there were a lot of prequels. Uh, so we could be excused. Uh, anyway. They arrive uh, on Colony Sarf's ship. They've arrived at this weird floating spaceship thing. The Doctor wonders if it's some kind of hospital. Missy starts singing. And Clara's like, how long have I been waiting? And the Doctor's like, who knows? That's always the way with hospitals. Oh, so many funny lines in this. Not the fish tank or the axe fight. Uh, they were a bit laboured. Uh, and also, they were prop jokes. There were prop jokes that were also puns. Like, two of my least favourite forms of comedy. Um <laughs> Uh don't get me started on magicians. Um <laughs> by the way, have you watched Mrs. Davis? There's a whole thing about magicians in Mrs. Davis. I wrote an essay about Mrs. Davis for uni about AI and predestination and uh um, free will uh all that kind of thing. It was fun. Um but yeah, there's a whole there's a whole thread through Mrs. Davis of how you know how magicians or like what do you call them uh illusionists uh and we're doing an episode called the magician's apprentice that's where i came from um so you know how they use uh kind of not suggestion but they kind of it's called a force where they make you make a choice and there's only one way you would choose because of the way the magician has made you kind of make that choice. Uh, so, then it looks like, oh my God, I can't believe it. all the things you randomly chose, you picked this one. It's the same way that psychics get you to agree to, uh, you know, those stage psychics. that get you to agree that like, yeah, 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 um, you're thinking of something starting with the letter blah and that they've somehow made you... Um, get to that point anyway uh but there's a whole thing of that in mrs davis um with magicians and stage illusionists but also is true for ai uh in that ai kind of like knows enough about you that it can predict the way you're going to behave but does it also kind of you know know you well enough to be able to trick you into Making what making what you think is a decision when in reality it's what the thing wanted you to do in the first place, um, but then who programmed the AI? It's a whole thing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> there's a peek inside what's going on in my deranged head while I'm writing my essays, because um, I'm a uni student. I'm a 52 year old undergraduate. <laughs> Uh, things have gone crazy. Um so <laughs> we're uh we're waiting outside this possible hospital. Possible hospital, that's some weird assonance. Um uh, so Clara um <laughs> Uh, says the doctor sent the confession dial to Missy uh, and he has to make it up to her. So that's his reason to come back. This is after Colony Saaf has come to get him and take him to Davros. Um, and he looks kind of forlorn about it, like he's going to disappoint her. And he goes off with Saaf Through one of the sliding Dalek doors, it's that weird shape from the very first Dalek episode from the 60s. Um, uh, it's, you know, with this door that kind of slides in and out, like up and down, left to right kind of thing. It looks... It's so cool. I love seeing it again. Um, And as the Doctor walks out, he says to Missy, gravity. And she's like, I know. And then she starts tap dancing. And she explains to Clara that the gravity's perfect. But if they're on a spaceship, it should be artificial. You know, coppery smelling about the edges, tiny bit sexy, but it feels real like a planet. Um, And then Missy flings off the snake that's been tying her hands and says, you know, today... Might be the day that I kill you, because I'm going to open the airlock. And Clara's like, no! Uh, Meanwhile, Colony Saff enters the room where Davros is. The Doctor follows behind. And Davros is like, Doctor, all these cables move. He says, I approve of your new face. Uh, Davros asks if the Doctor came, because... He missed their conversations and then starts replaying them on a, like a little round screen. Like there's uh, the fourth Doctor from Genesis of the Daleks. Um, the fifth Doctor saying, I'm not your prisoner from Resurrection of the Daleks. The seventh Doctor yelling about unlimited rice pudding from Remembrance of the Daleks. The tenth Doctor, probably from The Journey Home or one of those. Um, the sixth Doctor from Revelation of the Daleks. Then 12 interrupts and says, you've made your point. And then it's the fourth Doctor again. And he's doing his speech from Genesis of the Daleks where he's holding the wires and he's about to blow up all of the Daleks, uh, the mutants, before they become Daleks. Like this is, you know, very early on where there's only a couple of prototypes. And he's saying, you know, uh, what if someone from who knew you knew the future, pointed out a child to you who would destroy millions of lives. Could you kill that child? And the Doctor comes over to Devros's little wheelchair thing and turns off the screen and says, yeah, I get the point. And Davros says, you feel guilt. Shame. He said it was right to create the Daleks and like the Doctor's like, no, you're wrong. Doctor says this argument ended in the Time War and Davros says it survived the Time War but it will end tonight. And that's why the Doctor is here. And then Davros gets an alert. Apparently Missy and Clara have escaped. Uh, Missy sticks her hand out into space and says it's warm. And she steps out into deep space and it's like she can walk on, like it looks like she's walking on something even though they're floating in space. And Clara's like, oh, there's ground. And Missy says they're on a planet, but it's invisible. And she's like, how would you find your glasses or the little girl's room? Like, what if you kissed an ugly? (laughs) She's so mad. Uh, And then she says, oh, unless you start syncing with the spectrum. And then buildings start to appear, and Clara's like, why would you hide a planet? And Missy's like, wow, that depends on what the planet is, dear. And then she's horrified. She goes, I can't believe they've brought it back. Uh, The Doctor looks out the window and sees the same vista that Missy and Clara were starting to see. Um, Kind of spacey, futuristic-looking buildings. And then he yells at Davros, "Scaro, You brought me to Scaro!" And Davros is like, well, where does an old man go to die but but with his children? Um... Clara asks what Scarrow is and Missy says, it's the beginning where it all started. This is the planet of the Daleks. At which point, a really old school 60s Dalek yells out, correct. Uh, It's right behind them in the dirt. Um, The Doctor's looking out the window saying, Clara. Uh, And Devros says, you cannot help her now, Doctor. Then there are heaps of Daleks. Um, and they are with the TARDIS that they've obviously... Uh, ...procured... Um, ...most of the Daleks are the copper ones, you know... ...the kind of bronze-looking ones... For, ...that kind of turned up during Christopher Eccleston's first series... ...that have been in the series the most... ...of the new series... Um, ...but there is a black one... ...was, was there a black one? Was there more than black one black one? Were they... I can't remember which one they were in... ...or oh, weren't they the Cult of Scarrow? Wasn't one of those a black Dalek? Um... But yeah, there's a black one, uh, the old '60s one that we just saw out on the dirt. Uh, Diana Ross up on the plinth. Um, oh, sorry, that's <laughs> that's a reference from. <laughs> it was in the comic books. It's if you're on the theoretician level on Patreon, there's been a couple of references to the Dalek Supreme being Diana Ross. <laughs> Anyway, Diana Ross, the Dalek Supreme, is there in the middle of the room, all red, with its extra light and its weird kind of clamps on it. Um, And right over in the corner, just a tiny little... You can barely see it. It's the Special Weapons Dalek. Aww, so cute. Cute murderous tank Dalek. Um... Uh, Missy and Clara enter and then a big machine descends from the ceiling and Clara tells the Daleks uh, they can't get into the TARDIS like I don't care what you're doing and the Supreme Dalek says no we won't get in we don't want to get in the TARDIS will be destroyed and Clara says she's indestructible and Missy's like oh did the doctor tell you that because you should never believe a man about a vehicle (laughs) Oh, dear. We are almost at the end, but we're going to have to leave that uh, until the next episode. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.